the Gilda's maximum lawyers community of legal entrepreneurs who are taking their businesses and lives to the next level. As a Guild member, you'll build relationships, be held accountable, and learn strategies specifically designed to get you unstuck and accelerate your plan for growth. Members are also granted exclusive access to masterminds hosted around the country. Our next event is coming up, and we're heading to Scottsdale, Arizona. There's something truly magical about the power of these in-person connections where real-time breakthroughs happen. Picture this. You're surrounded by like-minded law firm owners tackling your business and mindset challenges together. The energy is electric, the insights are transformative, and the results are game-changing. Investing in yourself is the best decision you'll ever make. The knowledge, strategies, and breakthroughs you'll gain are priceless assets that will supercharge your practice and propel you forward. Join the Guild and secure your ticket to Scottsdale at the best possible price by visiting maxlawevents.com. Run your law firm the right way. This is the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Your hosts, Jim Hacking and Tyson Mutrix. Let's partner up and maximize your firm. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. I'm Jim Hacking. And I'm Tyson Mutrix. What's up, Juba? Hey, bud. Our podcast is almost three years old now. I think we're getting close to one of our anniversaries. I think we should probably write the anniversary down to know exactly what it is so we can celebrate. Because I just always tell people, oh, it's about three years old. I don't know the exact date, but, you know, if only we had something that we, we could look at to find out when we launched our first episode, hmm, maybe I'll do that now with my iPhone. What do you think? I think it's pretty funny about, and maybe it's part of our stick about how, not I wouldn't say disorganized we are, but how non traditional we are when it comes to our podcast. I sort of like that, that we, we're not like, you know, like James Ramco. He, when James Ramco is interviewing somebody, he must have a spreadsheet of all of his past guests on there or past topics because he just flies through that. I mean, we're lucky that we even get the podcast up every week. And of course, if it weren't for the help of Pavel and Becca, I don't know that we necessarily would. Yeah. Hey, man, can I get a little bit more credit? We're, we're running two decent sized law firms. So we're we're doing this in our free time. So and I gotta say, I think like we're pretty damn organized, especially for two guys running two separate law firms. I think we're doing okay. I don't know. Well, that's, I, that's all, I think we're all right. That's all thanks to you. I always say that you know having a partner in crime is very helpful because it keeps me accountable. I I think that if if it had been one maximum lawyer back in the day, this thing would have been about three episodes long. So thanks for that. Hey, dude, check this out. We're we're almost on four years, okay? Four-year anniversary. <laughs> we didn't even know this. Our four-year anniversary is July 25th of 2020. How about that? Nice. So that's pretty good. That's a presidential term, man. That's, I wonder if we're going to get reelected. I hope so. I, I'd imagine we would. I mean, I, I hear pretty good things. People seem to like us. So at least they like you. I don't know. I think I hear good things. Hopefully we'll, we'll be around for a little bit. So I'm going to jump right in. We had a guest bail on us. I'm not going to call you out. You know who you are. I think she just forgot about the, the recording this morning. So it's going to give you and I an opportunity to talk about what's going on. And maybe uh, we can get convinced Pavel to release this early instead of having it come out next week. But um, we are going to talk a little bit about Corona, kind of what our worries are, 
our fears, hopefully make people feel a little bit better, not because I'm sure they're hearing a bunch of this and they don't want to hear much more about it, but maybe you had a, a cope in, in this time and how to deal with your firm. So Jimbo, you, I think this all kind of started, you texted me at 4.44 this morning and whenever I got up, I texted you and I was like, what the hell were you doing? So what's up? What's on your mind? Well, I mean, you know, it's serious because I just stood up and I've been sitting down recording our episodes. I haven't stood up when we do episodes in a while, but I just raised the mic and I'm standing up and I just feel a little stronger that way. I shot a video on my backyard yesterday and, you know, I do those sometimes when I'm barbecuing or when I'm doing stuff. And, and I got to tell you, I, I feel a little off center. Everything just seems a little strange. I sort of vacillate between staying the course, feeling confident, going day by day and just wanting to keep, you know, keep going. And then at the other end of the spectrum, I sort of wake up in the middle of the night worried about my people, about my team and about my clients and about, you know, what's going to happen. And, it's just interesting. There's there's so much that's out of our control right now. And, you know, everything's coronavirus, social media. It's everywhere. Everybody's thinking about it. Everybody's talking about it. And, you know, our good members are, are worried about it and they're and they're they're concerned about what's gonna happen next. So I think that it's it's an interesting time to be a lawyer and it's an interesting time to be running a firm. There's so many facets that this is gonna touch that this shutdown of regular social life is really gonna impact us in ways that even right now we can't even imagine, I think. So here's why it's so unsettling to me, though. It's not the uncertainty. We all face uncertainty in our lives. It's that as of right now, my life has not changed much. You and I are both at the office right now. No one else is at our offices, but we're both at the office. So you and I have that luxury, and a lot of people listening to this have the luxury where all the employees are at home and we can come to the office. I mean, that's, that's a luxury. But I mean, I have two empty offices. I've got one in Clayton. I've got one in Columbia. They're completely empty. But everyone else is working like it's normal. Like everything is, everything else seems pretty normal. My weekend was pretty normal. And it is not really kicked in yet where things are really going to change a lot. And I think that that's what's so unsettling. Now, so you know me, I've got our Thursday night date night. Amy and I, we, we go and have a, a date. Like, it will start to become real on Thursday when we we don't go to date night. We're going to go and make a dinner and, and go take it down by the river in the truck. <laughs> and we're going to go and enjoy it. So that's where like things are going to start to change. And yeah, I guess it just hasn't hit me yet. I think that that's what's so unsettling is it everything seems normal, right? Everything still seems normal and it hasn't hit us. And I'm just I'm waiting for this big wave to crash down on top of us. It hasn't happened yet. And I think that's what's so unnerving. And I think it's going to be a slow wave. I don't know that it's going to be a big wave. It's going to be just a, a, a continual change in usual behavior and usual conduct and usual occurrences. So, you know, part of me really wants to be rah, rah, rah and, and tell the troops and maximum lawyer how great everything's going to be. Because, you know, generally I'm an optimist and I do think that there are some things that we can take away from this. You know, it wasn't lost on me that our good friend, Elise Bowie, who lived through the aftermath of Katrina in New Orleans, and then she's now in Seattle, which is sort of America's ground zero for the coronavirus. And, you know, she said in a very lovely way, I thought that, you know, she learned a lot about herself from Katrina, and she's looking forward to learning a lot about herself now. So, 
I keep thinking, I, you know, one of my favorite Disney movies, Pixar movies, is Wally. And, you know, there's that scene at the end where everybody's been plugged into their big fat lives and they have their screens and their double gulps delivered to them on a cart. It just seems to me that, you know, we're all going to be waking up and, you know, reevaluating things. I think, you know, I'm always going to try to find the optimism, but at the same time, it's hard not to be a bit overwhelmed. Yeah, and I, I'm not there yet. I'm just be honest with you, I'm not there yet. And I I know it's going to happen, and I just, and I'm trying to, I mean, I'm planning. It's not like I'm not planning. So it's, it's I feel like, and I, I think this is sort of, I'm sure I'm not the only one that feels this way. I guarantee I'm not the only one. I, I feel like I'm planning for something that may never happen, but that it most likely will happen. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's just weird, like, because there's just so much going on in other parts of the world that's not hit us yet. Like, in Missouri, there's six cases right now. Um, it, it's just not around us yet. Um, but I'm planning for all these things, and, I, and I'm sure it will. And I think you're right. I, the, what, the movie I think about when I was a kid, I remember seeing this movie called Night of the Comet, and I could never find it until re- I found it recently, before all the coronavirus stuff. So it was like, you know, November, December. I saw it on TV, Night of the Comet, and I remember this, this, it was either a man or a woman, they walk outside and everyone's gone. It's like no one's out. And it's kind of how it is right now. Like there's not a lot of people out in, in the open. There, there's, there's not a lot of that going on right now. So I think it's, it is going to be a weird world that um, we're living in. I mean, when it comes to planning, I mean, you and I have some very tough decisions to make very soon. So we've got to figure things like that out. So it, it, it affects Maxim Lawyer. It affects our firms. It affects our clients. I mean, I met with a client yesterday and gave them a settlement check. In a week or two, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. Uh, and honestly, I don't know if I should have done that yesterday. But uh, I took all the precautions that I could take. It's all these things that we're going to have to adapt to. And I, it's, I think it's going to be uncomfortable over the next few weeks. Well, I totally get what you said about not being there yet. I, I get that. But to me, there's a couple of things that we sort of can't outrun. Number one is you can't outrun the virus. The virus is the virus. The virus doesn't care if we're ready. The virus doesn't care if our politicians are ready. The virus is going to do what it does. And all we can do to minimize that is to cut off as much human contact as possible. So that's one thing. The other thing is that, you know, we often talk about, especially when we meet with our financial advisors, with the value of compounded interest and sort of how numbers grow exponentially. This this virus, in so many ways, is math. So, you know, we're if you're just watching what's happening in New York City right now, that's that's sort of a place, obviously, where there's lots of people. But, you know, the virus has come in and now it's just growing exponentially every day. Same same with Italy, you know. And so we are so underprepared as a country that I totally get when you say that you're not there yet. But I think at the same time, it, it doesn't really matter because it's coming. I completely agree. And it, it, it is coming. It's just it's that way, whether it's a big wave that just falls on top of us or one that slowly, one like you're talking about, it, it is going to come. There is an opportunity here, right? Now, and there are a lot of people that are affected where they're not going to make any money over the next couple of, uh, couple of months, right? Um, and it's it, your, your practice as well, my practice as well. It's going to affect settlements because I'm not going to be able to get a hold of insurance adjusters and they're, they're not going to be able to mail me checks. I've got, I've got wrongful death cases that have recently settled that I can't get court appearances on. All these things, there's people that have jury trials scheduled. I've got one in May. There's no way in hell we're having a jury trial in May. It's a, it's one of my biggest cases that's going to hit us financially. 
So that the, all these things that are going to affect all of us, it sucks. But I think that there is a silver lining where we can we can definitely sit down and analyze our businesses. We're, we're sort of getting this time out, which is it's going to be it's going to be sort of nice where we can take a breather and we can analyze our businesses. And now is a prime time to go back and look at your businesses and see where you can cut the fat. Those of you that don't listen to me in December, whenever I tell you every year to go look and see where you're spending money and and cancel those subscriptions, now's the time to do it again. And if you didn't listen to me before, listen to me now, you can really crack down. Some of you are going to have to make really tough decisions at at some point, I think, is do you have too much staff? And that's a really crappy thing to think about right now. But it's something you 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 might have to look at, and so we're gonna have to look inside and look internally, and and really address some of these really tough questions that we're all gonna have to address at some point. It sucks, but we're gonna have to. But there, I think there is an opportunity to make your firms leaner and stronger. Yeah, and I think it's also you know you and I were texting back and forth this morning when you're quizzing me as to why I was awake at four forty four, and you said, well, this is a good time to work on your systems and improving things, and I absolutely agree with that. You know, I totally think that this is a good chance to relook at everything. And, you know, so often we run around as lawyers running law firms and we say, oh, my God, I'm so busy. If only I could slow down. Well, be careful what you ask for, because we're all going to be slowing down here pretty soon. And I think that it is a good opportunity to, to look at everything. You know, one thing I've been doing this week is I've just been taking a lot harder look at our leads and being much more diligent and following up. And as things slow down work wise, I'm going to have the, the team working on improving our systems. You know, we just finished our migration into Filevine about a month and a half ago. So that's a real good opportunity for us to build out all our workflows and all that stuff. So so there's plenty of time for that. And, and there's plenty of time to think about what is it that's really important and what is it that we really want. So here's the way I look at this. And we were at an advantage as a firm because all we had to do was make the decision and we were able to work from home. That's all we had to do. I mean, we, we were already set up for it. So it's a matter of where you're going to work. And we said, we're working from home. There was no, I, I was talking to an attorney yesterday where he was out buying computers for his staff at home. Like we didn't have any of that. that we were already set up for it. But I think there are a lot of opportunities here where now's the time to dig in. Instead of sitting around the internet all day and watching Netflix and, and reading about the coronavirus and watching the news, I, I think you can be doing what you were doing, Jim, is in go back and look at your leads, dig in and start doing the work that you can do now. Because you're, you're planting those seeds for two months whenever everyone comes out of the shadows, everyone comes outdoors and can start working again. And if you're doing that and your competitors competitors are not, you're going to be, you're going to either, if they're ahead of you, you're going to close the gap. Or if you're ahead of them, you're going to open that distance even more. So now's a really, really good time to dig in and work on your businesses. Work. Let's say that you've got, you've been putting off a bunch of stuff on a bunch of files. Well, guess what? Now's the time to work on those files. You can really dig in and, and make the best of the situation instead of sitting around and thinking about, you know, what could have been, how bad it is. I mean, Jay Ruane is one of the smartest people that you and I know. He's a criminal defense attorney. There's, I mean, he just said yesterday that basically the police department said, we're not arresting anybody. No speeding tickets. You're only, people are only getting arrested for like violent felonies. So that really limits how many cases he can get. But you know what he's doing? He is ramping up, baby. He is he is going back through his systems. He's beefing up his team uh, in, in certain areas. He, he has gone back to the drawing board. 
to redo everything. It's, it, it, he sees this as an opportunity. He could see it as a really bad situation, which it is, but he could just go and sit down and watch, you know, CNN or Fox News or CNBC all day about the coronavirus. Instead, he's, he's going back in, he's digging deep, and he's, he's trying to find another way out of this. So I think that that's where there's that opportunity. You know, I got you and I both got a chance to speak to the Connecticut Bar last week about different things related to running a law firm. And I started my presentation with that Carol Dweck book, Mindset, and talking about an open mindset and a fixed mindset. And I, and I know this is hard, and, and I know that there's a lot to be sad about, but you've got to at least turn the volume down on that and try to do what Jay is doing. I mean, what an inspiration. I mean, that's something we should all be striving for as maximum lawyers is, you know, and, and I I, I did not mean to make any kind of a religious post yesterday, but I, I put the serenity prayer on the Maximum Lawyer page just because, to me, it, it encapsulates everything um, everything that's going on right now. We need serenity to accept the things we can't change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And you know, I don't want to get all religious on people, but I think that really boils it down to where we are right now is that there's so much of this that's out of our control, and, and so many lawyers are control freaks. And we we like to run our own firm and we like to be lawyers because we like to try to control outcomes. And so, so much of this is out of our control or is soon to be out of our control that we're going to get down to brass tacks and we're going to have to focus on the things that we can change. And so you're absolutely right. I had a couple of days last week where I was watching the news a lot and, it, and generally that's sort of something I try to avoid, but I wanted to stay informed. And now, you know, it's past that now. We've got to just work on the things that we can do and work on the things we can control and, and just give up or turn over the things that are out of our control. Thanks to our sponsor, Smith AI. Smith AI is a superior receptionist service for law firms trusted by many maximum lawyers, including me. At my immigration practice, the hacking law practice, Smith's friendly U.S.-based receptionists respond to potential clients in English or Spanish, screen and schedule new leads, and even take payment for our consults. The best part is that they don't just handle these conversations by phone. They also have live agents and chatbots capturing leads on our website through their chat widget. They serve as our friendly gatekeepers while my team and I work uninterrupted. We get new clients and we get work done. How awesome is that? If you're in a solo or small firm, I know you'll appreciate this. Plans start at just $70 a month for calls and $100 a month for chats. They even offer a totally free chatbot, so there's no excuse. Try Smith AI today and see for yourself why attorneys like me say Smith AI receptionists are the secret to business growth. Smith AI offers a free trial and Maximum Lawyer listeners get an extra $100 discount with promo code MAXLAW100. That's M-A-X-L-A-W-1-0-0. Sign up and learn more at www.smith.ai. Trust me when I say don't let another day go by. Try Smith AI. So you and I did not prepare to talk about anything in particular, but I want to ask you about, and who knows, we may cut this out of the episode. I don't know. But what are your thoughts on the on the conference? Well, here, here's what I've been saying. So we had some travel planned for this. It's ironic. Uh, this week of spring break, we were, we were originally planning on being in China of all places. And then we canceled that and we had a backup trip planned to California to see my wife's brother and let us mile visit San Diego State, where it looks like he's going to be attending next year. And then, you know, Yusuf and I in the house, we were the ones sort of on the front end of paying attention to this stuff. And Yusuf and I were like, we were talking to Imani about, you know, having to cancel this trip. This was, you know, a week and a half ago. And 
I, I turned to Yusuf and I said, Yusuf, we don't have to convince her of anything because things are going to become obvious and, and decisions are going to be, be made for us, right? And so, and even with you, I think I've, I might have mentioned that to you off and on over the last couple of days while we've been kicking around different ideas. And I think that, and that's sort of where I get to when I talk about the virus doesn't care, you know, it, it's just going to be what it is. I think that the chances of us having the conference in June are very, very slim. I think that, you know, you and I have a call with Becca and Annika after this call. And I think that, again, it's going to become pretty obvious that the conference is not going to be happening in June. Um, and like you said, we might cut this out if, if you're strongly disagreeing with me. But I think that if we just sit tight and keeping in mind our deadlines and things, that it's going to be pretty obvious that people aren't going to be traveling much in June and they're not going to be going to casinos. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't disagree with you. And it's it's one of those things where this this conversation didn't just start. We've had we've been having this conversation. We've been monitoring this. We've luckily have friends that care about us and that that are part of Maximum Lawyer that have been reaching out to us and, you know, making suggestions. And I mean, geez, three weeks ago, some of the Maximum Lawyers reached out to us and were, were telling us, hey, it's coming. Um, you need to, you, we need to be ready. So we've been, we've been monitoring this for a while. This isn't something that just kind of surprised us. And I think you're probably right. I'm still sort of holding out a little bit of, I've got a little bit of hope. Sometimes I'm a little over, overly optimistic. Uh, th this situation is no different. So I am, I am a little optimistic. Um, I think we should wait a little bit to pull the trigger. Now, you, what people don't know is you and I have contractual obligations that we've got to make decisions by certain days and write checks and things like that. And we've got to decide whether or not we're going to invoke, invoke certain clauses. So there's there's a lot of things that you and I internally have to decide. There is, I mean, whether we move it or cancel it, I think you and I are both strongly leaning towards moving it instead of canceling it, so moving to a later date. The venue, we've talked to them and they're, they're sounds like they're flexible. Now, if they're not flexible, you and I are gonna have to flex the muscle with some certain um, clauses that we can invoke, but that's going to depend on other things. But um, I think I think you're right. As of right now, it doesn't seem like it will happen in June. But I, I wouldn't say that that's a final decision yet, and something we'll we'll want to talk about. But so if you're listening to this, the decision is not made that we're moving it; that we're just strongly considering it. So that's kind of what I my thoughts on it. And then I I, I want to be vague in what I'm about to say, Jim. And this this could be another one where we may want to cut it out, but you and I were thinking about launching something and it's pretty cool, right? I think you and I are both pretty excited about it, but we're, we're hesitant about doing it. And then I, I think this is what's great about Maximum Lawyers. We can be open and honest about things like this, but you've got some concerns. I've got some concerns as well, but you've got some concerns. And so do you want to talk about, let's not say what the, what it is that we're thinking about launching, but it's something that's cool. Um, what are your, what are your concerns? Well, this is super cryptic. You're being super cryptic. Um, I, but, <laughs> yes, I am. I mean, first, I want to piggyback on what you said before that. You brought that up. And that is that one of the things I like about you so much is your optimism. So I appreciate that about you not wanting to shut it down. But with both things, both the conference and the cool thing, I think that, I mean, number one, you and Becca have done a great job on pushing the cool thing. But I think that it's just going to become obvious pretty soon that entering a new kind of reality and I'm still open to it. You, you've made some persuasive arguments. I'm still open to it. But maybe we should have had our meeting with Becca first and then recorded the episode because then it wouldn't have to be so weird. But I just think that with so much of this stuff, it's just going to become obvious. You know, 
I was playing wiffle ball with the kids yesterday. We were very excited because Amazon was able to deliver our new wiffle balls because we cracked the old one. And we've been playing a lot of wiffle ball in the front yard. And uh, we, it's funny, we, we play wiffle ball and we talk. We play wiffle ball and we talk. And one of the things is I was like, it's almost like we're going to need a big time out. Like everything just is going to come to a standstill. And it's almost like people shouldn't have to pay their mortgages for a couple months and people aren't going to go to work for a couple months. And this, and we just got to focus on keeping the food supply, electricity, internet, and all those things running. And I think that there's a lot of expressions about the, the futility of man's plans. And I think that um, we're in a situation where we could, we could plan all we want, but reality is going to support our plan. Well said. All right. We were, we were ready to wrap. I think we've talked about this enough. Uh, we will talk to Becca about our cool idea and our cool thing, but, and then maybe make an announcement. We always, we always have calls to action at the end of the podcast. And, and that's another thing I like about you is that you're always able to pull that off seamlessly and smoothly. unlike I am right now, but I would just encourage everybody to reach out to one of their fellow lawyers. I'm sure everyone's going to feel real isolated, you know, with the social distancing and, you know, um, people staying away from each other. I think that we're all going to need to connect. We're going to figure out, have to figure out different ways to connect. You know, our buddy Nick Rishwain has been having these online meetings where everybody just hops on video and you can talk about anything but the coronavirus. And I think we might want to do some things like that. I think that it's easy to get drugged down by this, um, dragged down by this certain uh, set of circumstances. And I'm just encouraging all of our members to reach out to each other, reach out to you and me. If there's stuff that we can do to help, we'll be happy to. But just even just to talk, I think staying connected is going to be real important during this time. Well, you just stole my tip of the week, but I will, ba- I will, um, I've got a backup though. So a part of that connection that I'll segue into, the part of that connection is making sure you get involved with the Facebook group. So those of you that are not on the Facebook group, what the hell's wrong with you? It's been almost four years, okay? Get in, get in the Facebook group. There's a lot of great, great information. We are doing our best to limit the coronavirus freakout posts. Um, the coronavirus you know, relevant to business posts are being kept. The coronavirus freakout posts are being deleted. But um, we're trying to, to make it as uh, hospitable of a place as possible for you to be. Uh, all right, Jimbo, what is your hack of the week? Oh, boy. Hack of the week. Well, this is a weird episode, isn't it? It feels weird. There's something weird about it. It's a weird episode, but, and, and part of me is like, do we even put this thing out there? But I think that, you know, I, I woke up this morning and I said to myself, you know, we just have to be as real as possible and check into where we're really at and everything else will sort itself out. Well, my hack of the week is since you can't go to the bookstore go to your bookshelf for all those books that you bought and haven't read yet because that's me i have a big stack of those books and set aside time you can even pretend like for me i can even pretend in my own library of books that i'm shopping because there's so many books that i've bought and haven't read so i've got plenty of books to read and use this time find some quiet time to um, be by yourself, even in your house, you're going to need mental space. Um, so get to it, keep trucking, and find those books and and get ready to, as you said, come out on the other side stronger. I got a bonus hack. If you're not reading the books or if you have read the books and you need the cash, sell them. There's another 
a way of you making a little bit of money while you're uh, while you're not practicing. So a little bonus hack. My tip of the week is a fun little app that I found over the weekend. Actually, I, was, I think I was scrolling through Instagram or something, and I, that's how I stumbled upon it. It's called Cartoona. And I think there's some creative little fun ways you can use the Cartoona app. You can turn, what you're allowed to do is through the app is turn on the base model. So you, you can upgrade basically like, like, like any other app. You can upgrade and get more options, but you can, there's a lot of other templates you can use where you can take your photographs and turn them into cartoons. Really, really, really cool. So I'm going to do some fun little Facebook posts with them over the next couple of weeks because we're going to have a lot of time. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to do that. We're probably also going to up our social media game even more just because everyone's going to be on social media over the next month and a half at least. So my tip of the week is Cartoona. Jimbo, it's been fun. I don't know if I call it fun, but it, it's, it's in the can and we're going to keep on going. It's been, it's been interesting. See you, man. Thanks for listening to the Maximum Lawyer Podcast. Maximum Lawyer Podcast. To stay in contact with your host and to access more content, content. go to MaximumLawyer.com. Maximum Have a great week and catch you next time.